J Smoothie Café. Paleo J's Smoothie Cafe, number 118. Just where should a modern-day paleo person live? I've been giving this a lot of thought, and actually it seems so obvious to me. I know there are hotbeds of paleo aficionados in pretty urban places like New York City and especially Austin, Texas. And God bless them. I'm sure they are doing really great there, or at least as good as they can, and I sure wish them luck. The problem is, I think that people tend to live in the past. That is, they idolize a perfect time in a certain place and subconsciously convince themselves that that time is now. Like so many Woody Allen fans convince themselves, like he does, that present-day New York City is the New York of the 1940s, the city portrayed by the New York Times and the New Yorker magazine of that era. Sorry, but it's not even close anymore. I came from Chicago originally, and the crime-ridden nightmare that that city has become is not even close to what it was in the 1950s or 60s, even the 70s. I hate to sound the alarm, politically incorrect as it is, but someone has to say the emperor has no clothes. Our big cities have become largely unlivable, racked with governmental corruption, no real police protection, and riddled with bad water, horrible water really, food deserts, and no contact with real nature anymore for any of the residents. Light pollution, noise pollution, traffic pollution, and just too many people pollution have ruined our big cities. And, don't fool yourself, our suburbs. Our suburbs that are ringed about major cities are elitist places nowadays, kind of like big gated communities obsessed with big-dollar high achievement at the expense of anything else, and likewise an obsession with status and money, since nowadays that is what it takes just to remain in the suburbs. The nice ones, that is. The ones that retain some semblance of normal American values, that try to emulate some semblance of real small-town Values, traditional values. God bless the suburbs, but they are fighting a losing battle against the -the over-the-top corruption and crime of the big cities that they surround. They are fast-turning into gated communities, as I said before, hoping to retain their character. Big, top-down government, especially federal government, will not allow that to continue. Besides, the cost of admission via housing costs is prohibitive to anyone with a normal job. So, where should a paleo type of person live? A smaller city, less than 500,000 people, is okay. But the ideal is to live outside of a small town or a small city of 50,000 or so. In my opinion, this is ideal. 
In the ancient Greek city-states like Athens and Sparta, this was the average size of a polis, meaning a citizenship or body of citizens. Anything more becomes unmanageable. In communities of this size, every person still matters and has a real voice. So, pick out a small town outside of a small city. Or, if you're more urban-minded, you can live right in that small city. Cities of that size are kind of small towns in and of themselves in this day and age. The water will be better. If you live outside of the city, you can rely on well water, which nine times out of ten will be vastly better. The light pollution can be very little indeed, down to nothing, giving you wonderful sleep without needing blackout curtains, and the noise pollution will be virtually non-existent. I had a Korean friend visit our community um, just a couple weeks ago. I hadn't seen him in years. And the, one of the first things he said was, I still remember the, remember the stars we saw over your, your place. In Korea, you can no longer see the stars because of the pollution from China. So that's kind of where we're headed, just so you know. But here, it hasn't reached that point at all. If you do this, if you relocate to a smaller community like this, you will be able to afford a large acreage to live in. Oh, by the way, avoid developments where they build hundreds of houses or thousands of houses in the, quotes, country, which have all the disadvantages of the city from from uh, congestion and all the disadvantages of the country because you're not near anything. So avoid developments which will give you an area, well, the acreage, though, if you do avoid the developments, will give you an area in which to forest bathe and simply to have wonderful privacy for your family and yourself to exercise outside. That's huge. No one's looking at you. And if they do, they know you really well. And expose yourself to the sunshine and the vitamin D without anyone staring like an idiot with disapproval that you aren't wearing sunscreen. You will be able to grow a large garden, digging in the probiotic-rich earth and reinforcing your gut microbes daily as you run, walk, and sprint around your yard barefoot. You can have chickens for their eggs and meat if you'd like, and there will definitely be a farmer or rancher close by that you can befriend and have a relationship to gain real fertile eggs if you don't have your own, and pastured beef, pork, and poultry. This is in and of itself invaluable. Above all, you will have divorced yourself from the opinions of idiots. In big cities especially, but also in suburbs as well, you are inundated with liberal, big government ideas. What I mean by this is the pervasive ideals that none of us can do things on our own, We need big government to tell us what to do since most of us are so stupid and inept. Let me tell you, nothing, nothing could be further from the truth. Big federal government is the problem, not the solution. We need to go back to the future, the original promise of the American Revolution, which said that each citizen should decide how the country is run, not the federal government. Small government, local government should rule. The voice of your neighbors, 
local voices, people you know and deal with, are the ones to determine how things should be done in your area, not big bureaucrats that have self-serving agendas. America, many people don't remember this because history is not really taught anymore, it was a conservative revolution originally, the only one really in history. It was called the Protestant Experiment back then. I'll bet you never heard that if you're younger than me. It was wonderfully successful, so successful, that many worldwide want to bring us down. Jealousy is a terrible thing. We are on the verge, right on the cusp of losing all of our success. The days of Andy Griffith and small-town Americana are struggling against a federal intrusion agenda that threatens to destroy our health, our wellness, and our way of life. Vote with your feet, just as people did in the last days of Rome, when the big government corruption was destroying the empire. The emperor was, too. Leave Rome. We live in Rome right now. Not Rome itself, but its big population centers. Find a home well outside of the big cities and create your own paleo-friendly garden. Be like Maximus in the Gladiator movie as he moved out to Spain, building an estate there. You can move to the Midwest, or the South, or the West, and build your own estate, just as they did in those days, far, far from Rome. Welcome to the Smoothie Cafe. You get well at the Smoothie Cafe. Never leave that Smoothie Cafe or help me move right now. Join your tribe at the Smoothie Cafe. Eat real food at the Smoothie Cafe. Well, exercise at the Smoothie Cafe. No grains or beans at the Smoothie Cafe. You'll have fun at the Smoothie Cafe. And welcome to our tribe.